Section 21 of The Dial, May 1920, by Various. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Reading by Matt Perard. Section 21. Comment by the Editors. They ordered these matters a little more viciously in England. The literary life of London has an acerbity for which we find no parallel in America, perhaps because the art of controversy does not flourish here, perhaps because neither our sober nor our inebriate artists are so convinced of the exclusive completeness of the truth they have been lucky enough to hit upon when we find the london mercury a young but eminently sober review damning the dead with the definition blast a flatulent disease of sheep talking of dealers in chaos and quoting from patience we suspect that the literary gulfs and gibbelines are rioting in kensington and are not surprised to hear privately and from one of the moderns that no artist who had any self-respect would allow his name to appear in the review which mr j c squire is editing with such a fine sense for evenness of tone we wonder whether this bitterness is as much a symptom of health and power whether all the heat is the fire of inspiration or a little of it simply fever temperature and in a very practical way we wonder whether it is necessary to reject anything in the old forms or the new except the dishonest and the shallow and the feeble in execution the question is practical because the dial has set itself the task of including a great many things which fall under the ban of one or the other of the challenging pontiffs of art as we have said before the place of a contributor in any movement backward or forward does not concern us and until we are convinced that we are in error we shall hold to that principle from an aesthetic point of view the world is and probably always will be divided into people who think that every able-bodied man should be compelled to work at least six hours every day and people who do not the alignment makes some rather peculiar bedfellows on one side are mr gompers the y m c a general wood the republican party the democratic party the bolsheviki mr edison mr brandeis the socialists and all right-minded persons on the other side are the vicious and idle rich a few priests some tramps some artists some orientals some anarchists and other persons whose hearts are not in precisely the right place it is not hard to see which side is the stronger but the weaker side would gladly forego a complete victory being too busy with other pastimes to bother cud-chewing conversation and dyspeptic dreams all they care about is that a few scuppers should be accidentally left open through which those who sincerely desire leisure might slip modestly out of sight the mobilization must not be so efficient as not to overlook somebody now and then this is not a plea for privilege but for something easier to supply a little inefficiency perhaps this ancient perquisite of humanity will some day prove its salvation 
the devil may have all the good tunes but he no longer has a monopoly of press agents he who was despised and rejected of men particularly men of action is already the priceless servant of both sides and may be master yet there was a time a better time when the man who wrote was considered harmless enough not to-day at any moment the obscure rhymes of a very second-rate poet may be read in the senate as evidence and no doubt the theories of professor einstein had they been advertised during the war would have been put down as most insidious bits of enemy propaganda by both sides since he is a swiss and the logical sensorial outcome of his ideas must be the denial of absolute justice it is no longer safe to be a novelist although it is very profitable to be one and the detached thinker if one is left is in danger of being summoned as a witness on the merits of prohibition or industrial democracy it is rather amusing to find that the practical men are the ones who are nearest to panic at the sight of a bookstore while the literary philosophers are going in for direct action in any case letters are looking up they have come to the level of journalism and are nearly on an equality with strike-breaking still it is hard to consider john addington simons or robert browning as the hired press agent of italy or turgenev as the secret mediator in the franco-russian agreement the muses are having their revenge at last and as usual the ironic muse of comedy is preparing for the last laugh last month in our paragraphs on the financial side of art we suggested a method of speculation for persons who were willing to wait twenty or thirty years for their returns there are persons however who expect to die who do not love their children or who have some other reason for wishing to realize quickly on their investments and as these people are in the majority we shall probably devote most of our space to their problems first then let us warn them against the critics whose opinions are not at all sound financially ordinary advertisements are a much better guide to the value of a product than most critical articles criticism in fact is only a shady form of advertising the critic does the advertiser's dirty work no advertiser for instance considers it professional etiquette to abuse his rivals openly in an advertisement he can do no more than warn against imitations when he wants to say something really mean he gets a critic to do it for him we do not wish to imply that all the critics are for sale with the exception of the musical critics they are scarcely sensible enough but the simple fellows can easily be got round by a little flattery and can be persuaded not only to run down competitors but to sing the product's praise as well and in terms the diffident advertising man would blush to employ the idea however that the critics set the pace of the market is ridiculous a few a very few anticipate the fashion the majority can scarcely keep abreast of it perhaps the best criterion for placing a critic is the language he uses if he is still talking about plein air 
if he still condemns arms because they are like bananas and praises them because they are like arms if he quotes tennyson or huysmans or oscar wilde or george moore you may be sure that he is not on the artists of the coming mode are painting with entirely different intentions and how on earth is he going to guess which one is going to succeed but more of this later end of section twenty one end of the dial may nineteen twenty